Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Dave Cast. This is episode 44. Uh, like I said, man, Mondays are going to be some ranting and raving, and then you're going to have Thursdays where I try to throw some structure in here. This week, I don't know, man. It was a little structured. It's, it is what it is. You guys know how the Dave Cast rolls. I don't edit. I, uh, I link them together sometimes, but I don't edit anything. And I just, whatever comes out of my mouth, you guys get the raw, unedited material. You get the raw, unedited Dave. And sometimes things don't come out right. Sometimes they do. And you guys are along for the ride. So I really do appreciate it. Uh, Alaska Canine Solutions is my sponsor still. And I don't care. I'm going to keep talking about you, Pat. And it is your birthday. I don't know if it was yesterday or today, but a happy birthday. Huge shout out birthday to Pat Chewbacca, my boy. Um, at Alaska Canine Solutions, my first official sponsor. And I don't know if you know this man, but it means the world to me. And you're an awesome dude. And I, we need to get into the nonprofit stuff. And we need to talk about a little more of the organizations that help veterans. Can't wait to have you on my podcast, Pat. It's awesome. So thank you, guys. Uh, episode 44. Enjoy. Hey, what's going on, everybody? I am back. Uh, for those of you who don't know, I'm doing two week now. Uh, I don't know if you guys listened to the last podcast or whatever, but I got... Tons of shit in the works, and I'm excited. I'm so excited. But uh, I've been fighting and arguing with people on Facebook, people I know, people I don't even know, and it's got me all fired up right now. And I don't know what kind of podcast is going to come out. I'm not angry. I'm not mad at anybody. Uh, there's some fighter fucking drama bullshit going on, and I don't know. I'm just done with it, man. I get it. The fighters are just... Oh, I guess we can start with that, man. Fighters are just what they are. They're fighters, and they don't... They got egos. You gotta have to. You gotta be cocky. You gotta think you're the baddest man on the planet to get in there and fight other people. If you don't, then you're in the wrong mindset. So, fighters, it can be tough to be around or whatever. Everybody's cocky. Everybody's got egos. Everybody kind of wants to be competitive, and it's it's it can make training hard. It can suck. It can kind of make morale in the gym kind of crazy or whatever. You have people that don't want to be fighters and that that train with fighters and they get roughed up and they just don't want to come back. And there's a lot of crazy fucking drama that comes with having fighters in your gym and maybe you have a gym that doesn't have drama with fighters. That's great. I don't know. But a lot of times when it comes to fighters, we're like one of a kind type people and we don't, ah, we just don't get along well with others necessarily or we do, but it's, it's weird. It's the whole mindset of wanting to get in a cage and fight somebody makes you different anyway. So that's what's going on right now with me is like, maybe I'm like fired up or whatever, but, uh, also I might seem fired up. This is funny. I was making a joke about, uh, it's kind of a, when people accuse you of being on Adderall, it's like a, and you're not, it's like a compliment, right? Like people are like, I've been asked if I was on Adderall or if I take Adderall a couple different times because I am just hyper. I'm, I'm just Dave, man. And I'm just always got energy and I don't always have energy. I get tired and get run down. But from the start of the morning until like the end of the day where I burn myself out at work, I, uh, I have tons of energy and I love to talk and I love to get things out there. I like to think, uh, but what, what I'm trying to get at is, I'm, so now I'm going to try to do two podcasts a week, Monday, Thursday, and then cut them down a little bit. Make them maybe somewhere to 15 to 20, maybe even 25 minutes long because I've got some feedback from some people and I think the best bet is to kind of keep them a little shorter. I can be, I talk fast, I have a lot of energy. I can be a little much to listen to for long periods of time. Unless you guys think otherwise, let me know. Let me know some feedback about how long you guys think uh, the podcast should be or what do you guys get bored at a certain time? Throw me some feedback. You guys know I love feedback. I love questions. We got a bunch of this podcast. I'm excited. Uh, jujitsu, man, I'm back at PMA. Like you guys know, and I love it. It's so good being back there training with like legit people and I'm learning and getting better in my game. Like I was, I was out of the gym for three years, you know, and I trained off and on at map 
And then I had the injury, and then I got back to MAP and was training some more. But Ken opened the door for me to go back to PMA, which is awesome, and I appreciate it more than he will ever know. Uh, he knows, because he, know, he loves jiu-jitsu as much as I do. But being back there is so great for me mentally. Physically, it's a little rough, but I got to get back into that, uh, that shape if I want to keep doing it. You can't. You just got to. You got to be healthy. You got to be in shape if you want to keep putting your body through that kind of stuff. If you want, without dealing with injuries or having enough energy to do it, if that makes any sense. Uh, Racy, I got, uh, so there's this Facebook uh, group that uh, my friend Megan added me. Megan, shout out to you. I was in the Air Force with Megan. She was a cop with me. I think we worked on the same flight a couple times together or, I don't know. I knew you. I worked with you. Uh, I have nothing, I have no bad memories or anything bad to say about you, Megan. I think you're a pretty awesome person for what I know of you. Uh, but you started a uh, bipartisan, political, honest discussion. That's what it's called. It's the group she made. And she just added people she knew. I like to talk politics and whatever. And we all got to try to keep it, uh, keep it honest and keep it like no name calling and not getting too crazy. Like we're good at calling each other out when people start getting a little too worked up about their opinions and, and whatnot. And I think it's the best thing. I think all of us getting together and sharing our opinions, even though it is social media, if we can do it in a pro the proper way, even if someone reads your comment and they're like, they don't either don't write back or they write a bullshit thing back and maybe you can make them think a little, maybe you can get them to, to understand a little bit from your side and also understand that not everybody is going to understand. Everybody is so different that to uh, just, if you think, if you don't understand, well, somebody doesn't understand you, I guess that sounded terrible. Uh, just, just know that everybody is so different. Even all white people are even different a little bit. All black people, everybody, like every individual person is a little bit different and like might understand or think different ways. So you can't, we're all so different. Yeah. We're all trying to be alike. It's just ridiculous. And I think that it just gets kind of crazy. And I, you guys know where I can go with all that shit when it comes to politics. Maybe we'll get into it more later, but not right now. I don't want to talk about it, but I'm just saying I'm part of that group. And, oh, I was going to talk about being racy. I was going to talk about racism. Uh, my take on it a little bit, but we got into a discussion on there with a girl on, in the group, and she's, I think she's like half black or part black, and she was talking, what did we all get into, man? I don't want to pull, I can't pull it up right now, but uh, I'm going to draw a blank on the conversation. We just got around to talking about, like, everybody's always like, you'll never understand. And that's kind of what I was getting at with the, you know, you don't understand or this understand thing. Well, I don't understand, but she'll never understand what my take on it is on it either. Like, I grew up in a very, very, I wouldn't call it racist, but it was. Like, I was surrounded by a lot of racist people who didn't even know they were racist. That's the thing is they were, they were raised by other people who were narrow-minded or subconsciously racist or... I don't know. It's hard to explain what subconsciously racist really means. It's just because everybody who raised, you were raised to be a certain way and you don't know any better. Right? So every time somebody says, or they call a black person the N word, or they refer, they say a racist comment. Like if that's well, all you're used to hearing and that nobody tells you that that's a wrong way of talking or thinking you're, that's just, it's the way you're stuck. You're stuck in that mindset. And I think a lot of people in smaller towns like that are just surrounded by the same circle and the same people all the time. And the people you're surrounded by all the time are a little bit racist, but you have never experienced anything else, then that's all you're going to know and that's all you're going to be accustomed to. So when you say something, when you get around black people and you're not used to it and then you say something that they might take as racist, 
then you just got to be ready to be educated or understand that you might upset somebody. Not even understand, but just because they won't even know they're doing it at the time. It's getting deep. It's getting weird. Uh, racism for sure exists. Uh, but I think anybody of any color, ethnicity in, this, in America can make it now. And it sucks to say that if you're a different ethnicity, you might have to put in more work. Or where I think it's more about where you're born. I think it's more about money. I think if you're poor, I think it's just poor people are oppressed and rich people got it good. That's what's happening here. Yeah, a majority of people that are poor or on the poorer spectrum are, or I said that weird, are black people or minorities. And that is just about, that is just the whole part about, and I've looked into this too, and I, I agree with this, but like all these, there's a whole bunch of really rich white people that got their money off of slaves or their family got their money off of owning slaves or whatever. And I don't know how you go back and fix that. Reparations, you gotta, can you, do you give all the black people money that, you know, got a bad head, that didn't get the head start that the white people that, did, you know what I'm saying? Like, what do you do? Who pays for those reparations? Do we try to figure out if a white person, a rich businessman who's a white person, do we just go take his money? Or, and how do we prove that he didn't work hard for that money? And he's, the reason he has that money is because of him and not because of slave owners and other things. It gets crazy. It gets deep. And... I grew up with a younger brother who's half black. Richie, shout out to you, brother. And growing up watching my family be racist towards him. And it's hard for me to talk about this stuff without making my family look like monsters. And they're not. They're really good people and they mean really well. And I think a lot of them now are educated because my, my mother remarried a black man and had a black kid. And none of those people knew anything of it. And they obviously thought it was bad. I was there the day my mom brought Richard home and told them that she was with a black man. And I don't know if you guys, my family wants this out there or not. And I'm not trying to be crazy like that, but it was a big deal. They, it pretty much ruined Christmas or whatever event it was. I don't remember. But the first time my mom opened up about being with a black man, like one, the side of my family wasn't cool with it. And not saying they wouldn't be anymore. It's just, that's what I'm getting at is like those, that's how they were raised is what they were around. That's all they knew. So until that, a black man came into their life to teach them that not all black people are bad or whatever they think, there's nothing they can do about it. They're just so stuck in that mindset. And then actually, actually I believe my mother bringing home a black man and having a child with a black man really educated and helped my family understand that there are other ways of thinking and that all people are pretty equal. You know, you're not just because of the color of skin doesn't make you a criminal, a bad person, doesn't make you anything you know what i mean everybody of every color is something different and it just got crazy but <sighs> racial shit man. and i like to talk about it believe it or not because i grew up around that was weird being a little kid and hearing the n-word getting thrown around constantly non-stop or the n-word being said to a black man while you're standing right there like as a child like they were referring to him as <sighs> so many bad things i'm not trying to say the n-word on my podcast again i already have i said it on facebook today I'm just going to avoid it because it's just, it's one of them words, man. Obviously. Um, a comedian, a funny comedian told me, or not told me, it was his comedy bit. He's a black man. Um, oh, man, it was a really good one, too. I'm not going to think of his name right now. I draw blanks when I'm sitting here talking and trying to keep it going and whatever. Well, uh, now I just draw a complete blank because I thought it was something else. doesn't matter, you guys. The race shit's weird and crazy, but I'm going to talk about it. So I don't know if it makes other people uncomfortable. You want to call me racist? Whatever. I don't give a shit. Uh, I'm going to talk about it because it's something that's interesting to me because it was really affected me when I was young. 
seeing my mother remarry a black man and how they treated him, seeing how people in my family treated my little brother because he was black, uh, seeing how other random strangers and stuff treated my little brother because he was black. Like, we'd go to the pool and, like, you were wondering. And it, it never made sense to me until now. People treated him very different because of the color of his skin. And I seen it. And I don't know, ever since, like even I joined basic training and it was just diversity and or joined the Air Force when I was in basic training and it's just diversity and they, nobody gets to be racist. They don't give a shit. They'll beat the racists out of all of us. And we just were all, all individually worthless. That's what I like to say. Like, yeah. Anyway, as you guys know, I'm trying to quit caffeine. Uh, maybe you don't know. Uh, I'm actually not caffeinated today. I have no caffeine in me. And I know I'm, I'm not as hyper, as excited as I would be. There's a lot on my mind. There's shit I want to talk about. There's other stuff going on with the fighters at MAP. And we need to, somebody needs to figure some shit out, man. And it's just fuck Dave. That's all they ever say is fuck Dave. And I know I don't have all the answers. I know I'm not perfect. I know I come across cocky, man. But I mean well. That's all I mean well. And I want all of them to get better and learn. And I have so much to teach them. But some of them don't want to hear it. And it's whatever. Or some of them want to fight me. Because they think I'm cocky or they think something. Or maybe it's because I'm white. Huh? Fuck. It's getting ridiculous. But anyway, I'm not on caffeine today. I'm going to have some caffeine here in a little bit. I'm slowly weaning myself off caffeine with my stomach issue. Uh, caffeine is acidic. Coffee's acidic. Um, I need to just, I need to start not fasting. Having an empty stomach all day while I was drinking coffee, they think might be an issue. But they still have no idea what's wrong with me. So the phantom pain continues. Uh, in a month, I'm going to have uh, an upper endoscopy, I think it's called. They're going to put a camera down my throat in the end of April. So, oh, man. Um, was it April or March? It doesn't matter. In like a month, I think. So I got a quick caffeine, and it's going to be an interesting process. Part of me is like, I'll just deal with the pain. But um, it hasn't helped anything today. I've dealt with a couple pain issues today, but it is what it is. Uh, hopefully, we figure it out, and I can be pain-free for a while. Or I mean, I'm always going to be sore. But I'm just sick of my stomach and that pain happening. So hopefully they can figure it out. But until then, I got to cut out caffeine. And Robin cut out caffeine completely, and she's doing great. And I think it's just a mindset. I think it's just once I get through the, the withdrawals, the little headaches you get and all this other stuff, like I'm excited to try to be caffeine-free and see if I can have the energy that I have without the caffeine. Like why do I need that? I feel like I can mentally dig down and find the energy I need. So this podcast might come out a little short. Uh, we had a, um, what the hell is it called? The chili cook-off today at work. Every year they do a chili cook-off. We do like a, uh, a cookie contest, a, cook, a cookie, Christmas cookie contest and the chili cook-off. And today was a chili cook-off and I had to get up there and eat some chili because I love me some chili. Even though I'm not supposed to really be eating acidic, spicy type food with my abdominal issue, but who cares, right? Ate some chili. The cornbread was good. I grabbed a potato. Like, I'm going to be all carved up and ready to rock for the gym tonight. I'm so excited about getting to PMA and doing some jujitsu. Uh, I try to make it every Tuesday and Thursday right now. And at first, I thought it might be a little much. And I'm not a puss, though. And I'm just going to keep going until something breaks or I don't know. I try to I try to be smart about it. I don't go and try to have crazy gym wars with guys and get all beat up. But uh, in jujitsu, you don't get beat up, obviously, as much as fighting and other stuff. But... Some of those roles are pretty tough with some of those guys. It gets pretty physical. Uh, with that being said, uh, we're going to get into the Facebook uh, Facebook talk or whatever. Uh, every week I do a post on Facebook talking about uh, asking everybody what they want to talk about this week. And I get some pretty cool shit and some funny stuff and just weird stuff and weird stuff. But uh, <clears throat> my brother started it off. Joe, my older brother, he lives in Pierce, South Dakota. Shout out Joe, Jess, all you guys out there. 
Uh, miss you guys. Can't wait to get out and see you guys. I need to get out and see Carter very, very soon. Uh, I miss him. Carter lives in, my youngest son lives in the same town as Joe, and it's, it's, it's very convenient when I go there to see him. I got a place to stay, and I get to see Joe and Jess and all those guys too. So it's always fun to make it out there. I haven't been out there in forever, like financially. Like I just don't have the money to go. Like what do you do if I don't have the money to go see my son, you know? And I'm sure no shit talk about exes on here, but... Or baby's mama shit talk, but I'm sure she talks plenty of shit about me never seeing my son. And trust me, deep down inside, it tears me apart. But financially, what can I do? Uh, we can talk about child support for a while if you want to do that. Uh, but I've done that so many times. Let's stay on track, Dave. We need to get into the fucking child support. Who cares about all that? Uh, but like I'm saying, it keeps me from going to see my son, and it makes it kind of tough. Uh, but I put myself in that spot. I'm not blaming the child support. If I was smart and with my money or would have done things right, like... I would adjusted life to having the child support by now and be able to survive on my own if I had to or go see my kids more and do other things. But I've been irresponsible and haven't done shit. Uh, so Joe, just to sum it up, Joe pretty much has asked me what I think of transgenders in sports. So those of you don't know what a transgender is, a transgender is somebody who they think they're born in the wrong body. So you can be born a man and think you're a woman or born a woman and think you're a man. Nowadays, you can be born whatever and think you're whatever and they just, you make up new words for what you think you are. Well, I don't, I don't agree with there being more than two genders. There's two genders. You're born a boy and you're born a girl. Uh, if you think any other way or you try to get other people to think any other way, you're just trying to alter reality. You're just trying to change things. You're trying to get some sort of weird control. I don't know what you're doing. But if you're born, if you're you're either born a boy or a girl, I'm gonna start right there, and I don't care if you disagree. And some people disagree because some people are born a boy, but they feel like they're a girl. And you can call yourself a girl, you can do all that stuff, as long as like you guys know, it all falls on if you don't, as long as you're not hurting anybody else. Well, now you get into the part where you have boys who think they're girls or feel like they're women or girls, and they start. They, they, they grow their hair out or they act like a girl. They, uh, getting stumped up on this one. They act like a girl. Uh, they, I don't know what they do, but they just, they're, they're born a boy, but they want to be a girl or they think they're a girl or deep down inside they are a girl or whatever. I don't know what I'm talking about now. Now I'm getting all flustered with it. What I'm trying, <laughs> you guys are with me, dude. So. On this podcast thing, when I mess up or I get all flustered and shit, like, I don't edit it, you guys. I don't go back and change it. If I mess up on here, that's the real me. You guys get the real Dave cast, and that's what this, that's what my podcast is all about. I don't edit. I do piece it together sometimes, but I, I don't know. I don't start over. I don't go, oh, my God, I'm just fucked up on this transgender talk. Now I need to start over. No. It's confusing for me, man. It's just weird. Uh, like, I'm, so here's what I'm trying to say. If you are a boy and you think you're and you think you were supposed to be a girl and you want to act like a girl and be a girl, be my guest. Don't really care. Wear dresses, cut your dick off. I don't care. As long as you don't hurt anybody else. So here's where the issue comes in. You have girls that were born boys who genetically have makeup like boys who I'm sorry if you don't agree with me, but men are naturally stronger. Men are naturally bigger, and men are naturally quicker. Men are naturally every a little bit everything when it comes to physical stuff better than women but yes there are time there are certain instances where there's bodybuilder women that are way stronger than most men there's women fighters that are way better than some most guys at fighting there is there is the what's the word i'm looking for 
there is the, uh, I don't know, the other side of the, the spectrum of it or whatever. There are women that are pretty strong. You guys get it anyway. God, it's all over. Maybe it's the lack of caffeine today. Uh, but I've only had like two bags of green tea and I'm doing pretty good. And I, I, I feel like I have a decent amount of energy. I'm eating again though too. So that might be a big part of it, but I'm off track. Uh, so where I get, where I get kind of mad about it is if you were born a boy, what I'm saying is you're stronger, faster, whatever than most girls, you get to compete in some sort of combat sport. Uh, Joe was asked, Joe sent me a post about, um, I've seen a bunch of them where transgender boys, transgender girls enter wrestling tournaments and they wrestle against other girls, but they were born a boy and they just beat the crap out of all these girls and one, these girls just lost an opportunity to possibly be win a state championship. They possibly can get hurt. That boy can hurt them. Uh, can those girls hurt that boy? Of course. But like it just, like I said, like it just doesn't, it rarely works out that way. And especially when it comes to fighting. So me, if I wanted to, not pretend, if I wanted to say, you know what? I feel like a woman. I'm supposed to be a woman. I'm going to cut my dick off. I'm going to start taking a woman's... Uh, Vitamin, vitamins, woman's, uh, man, see you guys, I am just drawing blanks. Woman hormones, like whatever, I'm going to start taking estrogen and other things so I can maybe grow some boobs because that's what I feel like I should have and whatever. Like if, but then at the same time, I continue training to fight and I go to fight, but I'm like, well, I'm a woman now and I want to fight women and they have to, they have to let me fight women because I'm a woman and I can beat the crap out of most girls, probably. I'm trained to fight and... It's just not fair to them. It's not fair to... It's just ridiculous. I could really hurt them. So what What I'm trying to get at is if you, if you want to be... If you're a boy but you want to be a girl, be my guest. But if you're hurting other people or affecting other people's lives because of it, maybe you should think about what you're doing with it. Like I said, do what you want to do but don't hurt other people. <laughs> so, Joe, I hope that makes sense. Um... It's just a weird, it's a weird thing to talk about. And I don't talk about it very often because a lot of people around here don't really talk about that kind of shit very often. And you don't see it as much here as we do in more populated areas and, and whatever. So it is what it is. Eric B, I'm going to comment on yours. I don't know why. You're always being goofy and saying you want me to talk about boobs and something else. But uh, you want me to talk about glittering a dog's balls. And you sent it, and you posted a link to it. And it, obviously it's a thing. If you can think about it, it's a weird thing. And uh, I actually didn't watch it or read the article at all. I never do. Uh, but yet I'll comment on shit sometimes. It's hilarious. But what I'm getting at is uh, I think it's just, what is it? My guess is to not offend people. Like you are, I've seen your dog's balls right now, and I am so offended by it. Ugh, like you cover your dog's testicles. Like, I don't know. Is that what it is? Is it like we got to cover up masculinity? Like people are so scared of masculinity. Like they act like we're just savages and killers. Are there savages and killers out there? Of course. Most of us are not like that anymore. And I don't know. People get offended too easily. And I'm guessing dogs' balls offend people. So Eric, thanks for writing. Uh, come up with some better shit next time, fool. <laughs> Me and Eric were in Qatar together, right? Yeah, I believe we were in Qatar together. Dude, I dumped all that military stuff. A lot of it. Like, I don't even try to think about a lot of that shit. I don't know why. I should talk to my therapist for that. <laughs> Brandon, uh, my buddy Brandon DeClerc, the MMA Minute voice. Uh, one of my biggest fans, one of my biggest supporters since the beginning of all this. Brandon, uh, appreciate you shouting out with a question. Uh, Andrew Yang uh, recently was on the Joe Rogan Experience. 
he uh, he is a presidential candidate. He's 44 years old. I believe he's from New York. Uh, he's really pushing uh, universal income. And uh, I wrote some stuff down about him here. He was, like I said, he was on the Rogan podcast. He sounded really cool to me. He sounded like he didn't always, didn't really sound that bad. Uh, all they really talked about was his universal income idea and they didn't really get into it too much on what, uh, on like the details of it or like how, where the money's going to come from. But the idea is every month, everybody gets $1,000 free money every month. And I don't know if you have to like, there's certain stipulations on if you get the money or not, if you have to be employed or you have to, I don't know, but everybody's going to get that money. And the idea is that it floods the market with all this extra money. It definitely would help a guy like me out where I'm already behind every month with child support. Uh, when this, you know, so, uh, well, let me see what else did I know about? I wrote some stuff down here about him. He went to Brown university. Um, he just really used, believes in universal basic income. Uh, he's called it the freedom dividend. Uh, every American over the 18 years old gets 1000 per month. He contends this would grow the economy by 13% and increase the labor force by 4.5 to 5 million people. This policy stems his belief that AI and automation will wipe out millions of jobs and the UBI's universal basic income is the path of avoiding economic ruin. They did talk about that a lot on there. And the funniest thing is I'm a, I, I run an automated machine. I run a machine that replaces a person. So I kind of get this. I kind of understand this. But at the same time, there's people that need to operate those machines and those automated, all that automated stuff. Uh, there's people that need to maintain it. And that's what I'm... So be one of those people. That's why when the robot showed up to PS Industries or whatever, I was the first one to raise my hand. I was like, I want to work with a robot. I want to learn how to program and I want to run it. And I'm already a welder. So like I already know like uh, travel speed, nozzle, you know, your angle, gun angle and all that stuff. Like other people were programming it here and they weren't welders. So they didn't really know the basics of welding and they didn't know which way to angle the gun and this and that when you're programming the robot. It's crazy, right? But anyway... Uh, he believes in Medicare for all, uh, a single payer healthcare system. Not really sure what that means. I'm dumb, you guys. I don't know what a lot of this means. Uh, his criticism, critis, criticisms, inexperience. He has not worked in government before. Inex interesting. I never really. Oh, he's an entrepreneur. He's more of a businessman. So like, here we are, really like in this businessman era, and everybody hates Trump. So not everybody, but a lot of people do. Uh, a lot of people sort of love him, I guess. I don't know. You guys know how I feel about Trump. I talk about him on here all the time. Uh, last but not least, Kyle, I didn't get into legalization uh, in Canada as deep as I wanted to. Um, I did some research. And what I come to find out is like, so let's say, so Canada went recreationally legal for the entire, federally for their entire country. A lot of it is, so federal law in North, like in North Federal law, like in the United States, overrides state law. So it's kind of the same way with our providences and stuff in Canada. Where, so federally legal means the states can't make it illegal, but they add regulation and they do, uh, they figure out like dispensaries and what how they want to regulate it is the idea. The states do. And then, but that's what I got from what I read. And then also there was a whole lot of things that were in there about safety, keeping uh, marijuana out of the hands of kids and cheap, young, underage, underage children and stuff. And that's a really big concern. And uh, I feel like from what I read, Canada really did a pretty good job of covering most of the bases. I think America needs to look at it and, and see what they did and what we need to do because we need to legalize weed for real. Like it's just ridiculous at this point. 
And I was reading a whole bunch of stuff today on lobbyists who are uh, the big pharmacy who lobbies for anti-weed or, and, and anti-legalization. And it's, it's sad. It is, but... So I don't have too much more for you, Kyle. Um, it's pretty... It was pretty basic stuff, really. Uh, I'm sure I could look into it a little more. I kind of want to get... Uh, Dave Owen back on my podcast. He wrote Measure 3 for North Dakota to try to make it recreationally legal. And he's kind of blamed a little bit for the writing the bill too vaguely. And uh, it was like everybody thought it would just be the Wild West of weed. And I don't know if it would have passed if you would have made it a little more regulated. Like, hey, you can only have an ounce on you and only grow one plant. Or at the beginning, don't grow any. And it's only grown by certain growers and whatever. But... They kind of made it the wild west of it and didn't give out of it. And I was super surprised. But talk about it on your plenty. Uh, maybe when he gets back on here, I can talk a little more about that. Uh, uh, this weekend, we got some awesome MMA fights. And I'm not doing any MMA talk or the MMA minute this week because I'm trying to get together with my buddy Brandon and we're going to do a MMA podcast. Uh, one, I need guests on. Two, I think it'd be a lot of fun with me and him or pretty pretty knowledgeable in the fight game and there's a really good UFC fight card this weekend uh John Jones Anthony Smith I don't think Anthony Smith stands a chance but my first professional fight Anthony Smith fought on that same card in East Grand Forks Minnesota so it's pretty interesting pretty cool um yeah <laughs> that that's it for the Dave cast this week you guys thank you so much for listening one more birthday shout out to you Pat happy birthday Pat at Ask Alaska Canine Solutions I'm gonna keep talking about you man uh you guys do good things when it comes to uh, security canine dogs. Canine dogs. I sound like I'm uneducated when it comes to that shit. I'm just talking right now and I'm trying to get it out smoothly and it's not going so well. <laughs> I'm just playing. Love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for being on my journey with me. And uh, I'll see you guys on Monday. Rant and rave with Dave on Monday.